This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Oh my god, you and your yawning. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) I didn't even know I was doing it, but please don't say the word. We can't have it happen again. How are you going? (laughs) I've had a two bath kind of day and it's it's seven o'clock. It's seven thirty and I've had two baths already. Pete Murray vibes? No, I'm just exhausted. I anyone who is, I don't know, in a job at the moment can probably relate. I did eight hours. Sorry, I lie. I did seven hours of meetings today. And then my one hour that I had off, I spent emotionally counseling a friend (laughs) and so my like my capacity to exist by five o'clock was like negative 100 so I had two baths I had a bath straight after work and then I had I got out of the bath to have dinner and then I ran another bath after dinner (laughs) wow Mm. how's your day oh I feel a bit mean now because you had a really good day I mean, yesterday I was Pete Murray and um, there's Echo. Can you, how do I address this? 2,000 years later. God, the sound difficulties really killed my vibe. Where was I? Oh, yeah. I woke up and I worked day till four, which is the best shift in the world. And Daylight Savings is this week. Well, I started this week. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't that happen already? Have I just turned my clocks back for nothing? (laughs) Or forward? (laughs) Uh, Which means... I, I went for a walk on my lunch break and then when I finished work, I did yoga with Brenton and then I did a workout and then after I finished the workout and I was all sweaty, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go for a run. It's still light. And then I went for a run. And so I've done oh my a god, a HIIT workout, a run, I shaved my legs, I faked tanned, I washed my hair, I dried my hair and I literally feel like I just couldn't do anything else except I could paint my nails, <laughs> but it's too much now. I've like really hit a threshold. You are the energizer bunny today. I know, but yesterday, 10 minutes before my shift, I started crying because I couldn't decide what I wanted for dinner and all I wanted was KFC. <laughs> Did you get KFC? No, because I didn't actually want KFC. My like mm. peak, really moody, sad, hormonal thing, I like can't make decisions and I only know what I don't want, but I cannot decide what I do want and it's like... Such an annoying mind frame. I was in that yesterday. That is actually how I felt for the last at least six weeks. I said mm-hmm. to Adrian this afternoon, my brain is pea soup in when it comes to a decision-making capacity. And he was like, oh, I know. He's like, are you just realizing this? Because I know. And I was like, cool, just checking. <laughs> We're on the same page. Pea soup it is. It's, yeah, I feel ya. It's so shit. I don't get it. But yeah, I feel much better today and hopefully that translates to tomorrow and then I get a day off. I've, I've My day off moved, which means I've worked like more than a week with one day off. Do you know what I mean? I've had one day off uh, in like one day, so I'm tired. You're doing a, you're doing a Christmas shift, basically. <laughs> no, a Christmas shift would be 24 days straight <laughs> <laughs> with a forced red lip. Valid point. <laughs> The forced red lip. Oh, feels nothing quite like uh, having to scrub dead red skin off on December twenty five. <laughs> like it really 
eventually reached the point where the crust on the inner rim of your lip had become encrusted by new skin at that point and you were like I don't know if I'm scrubbing old red lipstick off or if this is just a part of me now like yeah oh hmm. give us a give us a dm if you've uh, worked retail in makeup and had to put up with that shit not even just in makeup I'm sure that there are some like fashion stores that force people to wear red lips at Christmas time as well Actually, just give us a fucking thumbs up if you worked at Honeybird Debt or Alana Hill and you've had to wear red lipstick and heels for your whole life. Can <gasps> oh, you we feel for you. Can no. you even imagine? I mean, I wouldn't apply. I wouldn't be stupid enough to apply, but I used to work opposite a Honeybird Debt and the poor chick would walk in in her, like, PVC, like, <laughs> to, like come and top up on her setting spray. It's like, love, are you okay? I would be chafing <laughs> Oh, so, so sweaty, so chafe. So chafe. I would have the sweatiest ass crack. On the plus side, you'd never have to work out because you would be sweating all the time. It would be like pers- like being in a 24-7 sauna. So true. And also, they would definitely have like waist trainers or something stupid there too. So they'd be fine. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to actual um, beauty content, shall we? We shall. Uh, that's the tea on that. You've done way more research this week than I have. And so to start off beauty news, can you give us all of the tea about your Jeffree Star expose? Yes, thank you. I told you, pea soup. (laughs) Yeah, but don't worry because I feel like I've taken your soul and put it in me. So You're welcome. Enjoy. And your your brain. Um, So... Jeffree Star, the man who will not and cannot be cancelled despite being a racist and a bully and slightly scary, has now, I don't think these are necessarily new allegations, but this week it's sort of come into social media, Estee Laundry and even mainstream media actually, that Hmm. Jeffree Star has reportedly, apparently at least five people have come forward with a story of him tasing a homeless teen who rejected his advances. Allegedly, this teen was supposed to be staying at Jeffrey's house because he was couch surfing. And later that day, he went back to his house because like, he thought that was where he could sleep. And he was drugged and sexually assaulted. So, Oh my goodness. Apparently, there's a number of people who can back up the fact that they've seen him tase someone as well to tase someone is quite a violent act like why does he need to be tasing anybody I know it's so weird but it's also like so weirdly on brand for him I feel Mm. like like, who the fuck would tase someone Jeffrey fucking star wow (laughs) my f-bombs are bad today I'm so sorry if you're listening with a child (laughs) yeah also allegedly there's a bunch of people who have receipts that he has paid people to change their story or paid people hush money and to me with no evidence at all something says to me that this guy is so powerful and that is why he cannot be cancelled and that is why all of these huge allegations keep coming out against him and he still doesn't die not physically but he just hasn't (laughs) been cancelled yet and I think it's because he's got dirt on everyone and he's got money everywhere and he's just one of those crazy 100% narcissists I mean, that you can't take down yeah 
you're a hundred percent. I think you're on the money. I think everyone's on the money here. He is like the Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't go that far to make these allegations, but similar, like narcissistic vibes. He's like the Jeffrey Epstein or like the Trump where it's like, they actually do have so much power and so much money. And they like, it's, we heard from what was it? Uh, Tati that he's got security cameras in his house. Like he's recording everything. He a hundred percent has dirt on people. And I also saw something in the news this week. I've been very disconnected from the news, but I saw a whisper of something about Nate as well and how things actually may have ended in a much less pleasant way than what we were led to believe. Uh, you know, from the story that they told us as well. I haven't dug into it, but maybe I will for next week if it's worthwhile. Oh, I did think that their breakup was interesting in that it seemed to happen so amicably. Mm-hmm. And you, you you just think like how? They've been together so long. Jeffree Star is such a personality and so rich. And apparently it was that Nate just wanted like the quiet life and whatever. And I feel like he was like paid to just be quiet, say nothing, escape. Because I think once you break up with someone like that, like he must have been like forced into like silence, surely. I don't know. I'm really, I'm really getting a bit um, conspiracy theory here. I know. I'm loving it. You really are me this week. (laughs) Moving on from scary real news. Let's talk about fun newness. Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, Morphe <laughs> has released a mascara. Alex. They have. I mean, if you were listening to us weeks ago, there was speculation around the fact that Jaclyn Hill's been on this massive mascara hunt for weeks now, slash months now, looking for the best mascara in the biz. And we'd read that people were saying, like, in the beauty community, let's just wait and see how long it is before she launches either her own mascara or a mascara comes out from Morphe that, because, I mean, there's a lot of speculation that these people have buy-in to Morphe or, like, affiliation with Morphe in some way. Mm. And lo and behold, Morphe announced that they're bringing out not only a mascara but also a lash primer and... Uh, I don't really know what else to say with it other than it looks like a better than sex style brush, um, new Morphe branding, very simple looking. But the lash primer is blue, which is interesting. Lash primers are always, God. Lash primer. They're always white. Yeah. Or sometimes they're like blue or green, I think. All oh, I can I've say, never seen a blue one. I'm, I might be making this shit up. All I can <laughs> say is that. A lash primer and Morphe could not be more of a disconnect to me because a lash primer is exclusively used by people over the age of 60 who have four eyelashes and like to make it look like they've got two big thick lashes. (laughs) It's more of a long com vibe and Morphe is like young and cheap and I was going to say nasty, but young and cheap and Mm. not lash primer demographic. And I just think that that is so interesting. I just find it strange if you're not coming out with a luxury mascara and you're not a drugstore brand that has like 35 mascaras in your lineup and you're just bringing out the same thing in different packaging at this point, then why? I don't know. I just don't get why. Like it's, it's literally a 10 US dollar mascara. I don't get it. (laughs) But I guess there's Morphe diehards out there who will. 
Yeah, the outside packaging reminds me of like the new Climax range from NARS. And does it? Doesn't it? It's like black and chunky. No? I mean, it's just a black mascara, kind of, but what? yeah. Right, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and then you're right. The bristles remind me of that hourglass, not the brand, the shape, like Sandy yep. the hourglass. Those are the days of our lives, vibe. Um, <laughs> that kind of bristly, thick, clumpyish wand. I probably wouldn't mind it to be perfectly honest. And it looks quite wet. Yes, it does look quite. I mean, it's hard quite. to tell from a photo, but it looks quite wet. Yes, agreed. Um, uh, soft glam mini question mark is this in is this a holiday mini please tell me it is yeah so everyone's favorite eyeshadow palette the Anastasia Beverly Hills soft glam palette they've got soft glam two, and it's like half the size I think it's got eight shades and it looks very wearable and I feel like it would be the kind of thing to buy every makeup lover that's from the age of like 20 to 40 that likes makeup, knows what brands are cool, but doesn't own a stack because like I could buy that for my sister and she would hit pan on every single shade and she would wear it to work every single day and it's just perfect. Do you know how people are always looking for a couple of shimmers, a couple of mattes, nice compact palette that you can shove in your bag? That yeah, is it's, the, it's the two-faced day to night natural matte. Natural no, glam. Glam. Yeah. Less tacky version that. of that. It's actually yes. awesome. When I saw it, I thought of my sister and I was like, oh, I probably need to buy it for it. It's very on brand. That is very exciting. Whilst we're talking about Christmas, may as well jump to the last point on the list. And yes, I am going to talk about Christmas every single week until it's here. First Wait of all, I, I got the Mecca Beauty Loop Level 3 inside access to the Christmas launches today. And mm-hmm. I spent five minutes adding everything to my cart and then freaking out about the cost of my cart and never purchasing it. But the Summer Fridays set. Hydration set. Zero, hydration set some, it's called something like that. Looks like looks awesome. It's like 120 bucks. It's got the C, the vitamin C serum, a cute bag, a mini of the um, jet lag mask, and a, the lip balm. Awesome. Yeah. I want yeah. it. Yeah, that's a really also, good set. Advent calendars, they are here. The Net-A-Porter advent calendar looks awesome. The Cult Beauty one has already sold out, question mark. Holy uh, shit. But Selfridges have them. And anyway, they all look amazing. And I want all of the advent calendars. And I'm thinking that might be a good way to fill the hole in my heart that is life <laughs> at the sure. moment. Maybe we do a mini episode on... Christmas gift set slash advent calendars that we want on our list? Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark. Ooh, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, smiley face. I think that could be a great idea. Yay. Emoji with (laughs) slightly flushed cheeks and hands to side that looks like it's excited. Praise hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. NARS Air Matte Lip Colour. Have you seen these? I think I saved them on the Instagram. I have seen them. They look like they they look like those um, NYX soft matte lip paints, but they also kind of look like tiny versions of the soft matte foundation thing that's launched with colors on them. I don't know. Oh. I love the packaging. Also, kind of like puff paints. Yeah, I see that too. A lot like puff paints. Now, I have 
a deep delve into this launch. So NARS have mm. launched a new liquid lip called the NARS. Well, they don't, they don't call it NARS. We know it's NARS. Air matte lip color. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on fire today. My brain. So many sparks. I said, my notes, weird when they've already got so many cult matte lip products. Like they've already got their matte lip pencils, which are just iconic. And as we can attest, will stay on your lips the entire December and maybe January. And mm-hmm. then they've got their liquid lips, which are by far the best liquid lipstick on the market. Very thin, very long-lasting, great range of bold shades. Yeah. And then they've gone and bought this one. And the fact that they've described it as like air lightweight matte just tells me that they're absolutely targeting it to the Asian cosmetics market who want mm. that slippy, slightly sheer, stained, ombre, faded lip because – the Asian market is obsessed with bloody Dolce Vita in that mm-hmm. soft with pencil. And like, you can just see where they're targeting it. I think they've recently-ish bought out a cushion and they've done a couple of base products that they've only launched in Asia. And I feel like NARS is really pushing their demographic. They're like, we're selling in China. We copped a lot of flack for it. We may as well embrace it. Let's create products specifically for the Asian beauty market. And these look sick. But I just think it's like a, a weird choice when they've already got so many matte lip products. And they already had this product. Like they had something called Velvet Lip Glide. And it was like yeah. a matte liquidy lipstick that never properly set down. It was kind of weird. And yeah. Well, so I wonder. If I feel like this is different to that though, don't you? Like, I don't know, that Velvet Matte Lip Glide thing was weird. I had a really nice doe foot applicator and everything mm. else about the product sucked. But I don't know. I feel like this product that they're launching now should sit halfway between the Velvet Matte Lip Glide and their liquid lipsticks. Ideally, that's probably where you'd want it. But I don't know how they can improve on the existing liquid lip formula unless it's sheerer and more of a stain. Mm, I also don't love the colour range that they've brought out. Like it's four reds, two or three browns, one weird violety purple colour, which I guess is perfect for the Asian market because it's very K-pop and then a peachy orange and like a lighter peachy color. I don't know. None of them speak to me at all. Where are the rosy tones? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like you can tell from the colors and the texture of the market that they're going for, but it's cool. I am intrigued. I really want to try them. I wonder when we'll get them. And I just thought it was interesting as well that when I saw Trend Mood post about it, she didn't have the first Intel information on it it was posted reposted from an asian beauty account yeah and also not the biggest asian beauty account ever either i know anyway strange very strange yes and quick update that byredo makeup is now available overseas and all of it looks like sex toys except for it's it's available on selfridges so you can't get it in australia Okay, yeah, but it's still overseas. Jeez. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jesus. You couldn't get it here. Um, okay. It'll also probably take six months. The multi-purpose stick things that they've launched are in weird, normal, round, silver, ugly-ass packaging that could be any other brand. And all of the rest mm. of the products have these really cool, like, architectural slopes and, like, nice colours. And then there's just these ugly multi-purpose sticks that I really hate the idea of and I hate the packaging of. They also seem to be the hero product of the range as well, which is bizarre. But yeah, literally everyone slid into our DMs when we posted the news picture of the range being like, why are there vibrators in my feed? And also Estee Laundry 
posted about them saying the exact same thing as well. So, yeah. Agreed. Go burrito. <laughs> and lastly, there's a new Ultraviolet launch. Please explain. Yes, there is. Ultraviolet have brought out a what they've called a lean screen, SPF 50+. It's a mattifying zinc-based sunscreen that is fragrance-free. So perfect for, I guess, someone with uh, – they're obviously targeting it at a sensitive, oily skin type mm-hmm. and a reactive skin type. And that's really all I have to say about it. The reviews on it are great. Lisa and I both thought for a product that is made of zinc, how does this apply nicely? Mm. but the customer reviews say it does and that's all we have to go off at the moment (laughs) yeah I unfortunately won't be trying it due to my hectic what do I get orange peel face when I use mineral sunscreen so I can't I mean I'm getting around the hype but it's like I this week I made an ultraviolet order and I just ordered my normal two sunscreens that I use so yeah can't fair enough packaging i want the third one just for a cute photo like we talked about how you want all of the sunday riley and all of the drunk elephant i want all of the ultraviolet but i absolutely don't need the mineral sunscreens that are going to give me bumpy face yeah no it's probably not the best idea for you to get this even though you want it i'm I'm putting my foot down this is a no thank you (laughs) shall we move into our beauty breakdown yes we have a beauty breakdown this week because as we discussed weeks ago we're not trialing that much at the moment yeah, it's hard. Things take a long time to get here. We don't always want to buy two of everything. And I don't know. I don't have to explain myself to you, jerks. Um. <laughs> she does not. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. This week, we are breaking down Milia. Ooh. Or Milkspots. Or Milium Cysts. Oh, really? That's what they're called. Did you know? No, I did not. I can't, I can't believe, believe you didn't know that. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. We're so in sync today. Like, can you even handle? Are we sharing a uterus? Yes, we are. <laughs> so, yeah, millions. Millions. Um, firstly, I want to touch on the fact that they're not pimples. They're not. No. Just no. <laughs> I've got no riff. I've got no banter this week. I'm sorry. Uh, no, they are cysts. What's the sport? I'm playing squash. Normally we play tennis, but I'm playing squash or like racquetball where I just hit it against the wall to myself like an only child. I'm, I'm synchronized swimming. I've got not a lot to say, but I'm doing it in a team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, it's one of the skin conditions, I guess, like, it's not a condition, but whatever, that doesn't discriminate. So you see it particularly a lot on babies mm. and you'll see it on all races, all genders, all ages, really. It's not like yep. a teenage thing. In fact, I feel like you kind of see it less in teenagehood than you see in adulthood or babyhood. <laughs> because there's too much other fucked up shit going on in teenagehood. True, it's hidden by a black bottom eyeliner mascara. Uh, bottom eyeliner, no one would ever know. Bottom eyeliner mascara, help me. Help me so much. Anyway, um, so they're tiny cysts. They're made up of keratin, which is skin. They're yeah, skin tra- cysts of skin trapped under your skin. Oh, my God. 
how fascinating. Yeah, like a little. It's inception. It's it's skinception of <laughs> Milliam Seth. <Anyway>. Skin. <laughs> One thing I have to say about Milia is that if you have them and you have them all the time, you pro- you're probably familiar with them because people that get Milia are like genetically predisposed and there's just some people that are like prone to milia and it's such a pain brenton is genetically predisposed to milia and if you get a couple here and there kind of out of the blue then it's probably something that you're using in your skincare your eye cream is too rich or you're taking the rest of your skin care routine up too close to your eye yep for clarification because we we've said what they're not and what they are but they look like those little tiny white bumps that are kind of like they they look like they might be pimples but you can never squeeze them and they just seem to be like little rocks that are like stuck quite shallowly under the surface of your skin is the best way for me to describe it yeah and they're generally speaking on that really thin skin so either d- the direct under eye area or that sort of top of cheek area Oh my goodness, I get them all over my eyelids. It's the only place I get them. Oh yeah, eyelids as well. I feel like also mm-hmm. sort of that where you would highlight, like top of cheekbone back towards ear, a lot of people that use mm. like the wrong highlighter get milia there and then when you highlight it, it gets worse and it's like a real vicious cycle. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, what do you do if you get a milia? I have a question. Well, a couple of things. Firstly is switch up your routine. So if you're using a richer eye cream, switch to something that's lighter, preferably a serum or something. You can treat them a little bit on your own. So taking your AHAs kind of quite close up to the under eye on the area that's affected. Mm. And you can take a BHA if you're using a BHA under there as well or something like a retinol eye cream or a retinol eye serum would be great. There's a Medicaid one that's nice and lightweight with a retinol. I love the Dr. Dennis Ferulic. Mm. And because they do a serum so it's really lightweight and you're resurfacing the aim of the game is really to just resurface and provide lightweight hydration like take your hyaluronic acid serum under the eye and maybe skip an eye cream yeah hydrate but exfoliate yes that would be great and far out you today you can also get them extracted so you can either get them professionally extracted which involves like a good steam of the face to really soften the skin and a professional with a keen eye and a sharp needle that is sterilized to lightly pop the skin and like extract the milia. And if you are game and it is not in a dangerous place, you can also watch YouTube videos on how to do it yourself, which is what I do. Lol. <laughs> yeah. Not advised. I would say book in for it. When yeah. you book your facial call, cause a lot of places won't do it i'll definitely ask your don't just go and say can you remove this you want to ask up front can you remove milia adrian had one in his inner tear duct like right in the inner corner of his eye right before our wedding and he was like i am not getting married with this on my face he's like i just it's all that i can look at when i it, it wasn't 3d by any means but you could like see that it was there yeah and so we called our local beauty place and just said we need to get rid of this and the chick was like I love Amelia extraction (laughs) and then yeah she gave Adrian a full facial just to soften the skin enough (laughs) to get rid of this milia and then when she got it out he like came home and he was beaming he was like I've never seen anyone so excited he said when she got it out she was like that was such a good one (laughs) that's so good 
Or you yeah. can be like me and on a good day I'll sterilise a needle and stab Brent in the eye. On a bad day I'll just grab the end of a floss stick, stab it into his face and then scratch it till it bleeds. Yeah, the last time I did my one was on my eyelid and I did sterilise the needle but I think because it was on my eyelid and my eyelids are oily, it started to get a little bit infected and I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, and so I had to put Betadine on it for like three days to make sure that it didn't get infected because I was like, I've taken away the milia and now I have an infection lump on my eyelid. What is worse? Well, the milia left, didn't it? So It did. We're all fine now. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. So there's mm-hmm. tips on milia. Don't confuse them with whiteheads. They occur in different areas and they're definitely composed of different things and they're much harder to remove. Shall we move on to our beauty face? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? Yeah, what was yours this week? My beauty fave this week. Talk about repurposing an old fave. Sue, I used this week the Paula's Choice BHA toner solution thing on my tootsie. Why? Because I've got disgusting feet. I don't know how many times you have to make me publicly shame myself about my disgusting (laughs) feet. Do you think Paula would be happy that you're talking on this podcast about the fact that you used her products on your disgusting runner's feet? (laughs) I think she would because, like, I think it's a great repurposing of a product. So I have, like, a lot of blisters and then also, like, you know when the skin from a blister just, like, stays there and there's, like, dry bits that was a blister but the blister's healed? I have them. I have a lot of Mm. calories, which I am going to slice off this week when my order arrives. And then I just have, like crusty dry bits and my feet are really disgusting and I haven't even talked about my bunions yet so I had to go well we went for a picnic on Saturday because it was a nice day in Melbourne for once on a weekend brilliant and I was like oh my god I can't wear sandals in public this is fucked up so before I wore sandals in public I took a quick 10 minutes to just really soak a cotton round and go Mm. over my feet and they looked instantly better i reckon i took like two mil of density off my my callus wow that's super impressive i would i'm truly impressed yeah like a really nice quick foot pick me up so next time you give yourself a pedicure and you're like painting and cutting your toenails aha or bha your feet and let me know how it goes because mine felt brand new (laughs) you literally have done to yourself what you would do to watson with a peel pad on her paw pads yeah 
pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. What's well, your that's fate? a fun fact hot tip. Yeah, thank you. Please give me feedback on your feet after you've tried it. I would like to know. <laughs> I painted my toenails this week. It's not my fave, but I painted my toenails this week with some new nail polish that we got from Sally Hansen, which is mm-hmm. lovely. And I was so stoked because my t- I spent a lot of time looking after my toes whilst we're talking about feet. Mm-hmm. And what, consistently you spend a lot of time looking after your toes or just this week you did? No, this week I did because mm-hmm. I was like, my toes are disgusting. My feet, everyone in my life tells me that my feet look like gremlin feet. There's nothing I can do about it. I have really short toes. They only have what appears to be one knuckle when most people have two. I don't so, know if that's better or worse than people with finger toes, though, because finger toes are also repulsive. Yeah. Well, we've got both in my household, so aren't we oh, lucky? No. <laughs> is his second toe longer than his big toe? Because that... Ooh. Pretty much. But also, Adrian's big toe is the size of three of my fingers put together. <sighs> like, I should you I, not? It's I, I know the foot. I know the exact foot. I know the type. Yeah. Not that I can judge myself, but yuck. Adrian's large toe needs a postcode. It's it's insanely it's insanely large. Anyway, I wanted to upload a picture of my toes to talk about how Ooh. proud I was of my pedicure to our story, and I couldn't. There's no way to make an ugly foot look nice ever. No, literally no I, way. I know. I would love to be able to do like a foot fetish situation, but I don't think there's the market for like a Callisy Bunyan runner's toe. I think that there must be, and I think there must also be a market for gremlin-looking feet, and I think that you and I have found our niche slash ISO project. So if anyone knows any ways that Lisa and I can make money off our deformed-looking feet, I'd love to know about it. I've also got anyway. the benefit of that when I was born, my middle two, my middle two <laughs> toes on both feet were crossed over, and they seem to come out of the <laughs> same sort <laughs> I've gone too far. They seem to come out of the same <laughs> socket, like they're not independent of each other. And oh, my two middle toes. Are, uh, Adrian always talks about the fact that they're a unit. They are one toe that has been split only, only at the top. Yes, same, same. It's so weird <laughs> when you look at it like for too long, and those yeah. toes that start to stab each other because the toenails grow into each other when I run. So that's when I get a sock full of blood after I run. So if there's a market for it, I'm, I'm here. Anyway, my beauty fave this week. <laughs> uh, it actually is a combo wombo. So last week you told me that I should try my Shiseido foundation. I should mix it with something. I should try it with an oil. I just need to mix it up to make mm-hmm. the texture a little bit more delightful for my dry skin. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm pleased to report this week I've tried it multiple different ways. And my favorite way is in combination with the NARS Pure Radiant Tinted Moisturizer. It needs something quite lightweight and quite slippy to add into it, to shear it out and give it that glowy hydration. I also tried it with Juno oil, but I found that it transferred a little bit with an oil underneath it. So there you go. There's my update. Oh, do you know what? There's almost nothing that a little bit of nasty moisturizer doesn't make better. I agree wholeheartedly. But then also, ironically, I don't want the nasty moisturizer on my face alone. I want it mixed with something else like glossier skin tint, just to shear it out a little. Oh, I'm quite happy with it on its own, I'll be honest. Also, the color, St. Moritz. It just brings beautiful warmth to anything. Oh, it's so orange. It's perfect. That is the color that I used to tan in summer when I went outside. A beautiful, rich shade of orange. Mm, so lovely. So delight. 
Actually, it's not a helmet, it's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Non-beauty fave? Ah, uh, yes. I have two. My first one. Three. In fact, I think I have three as well. My first one I've only watched one episode of. It's called The Vow, also called Nexium. It's, oh, if you listen to the Scrub Canadian, podcast. Canadian cult thing. Canadian cult thing, Yes. I'm only one episode in because you can watch one episode for free on HBO and then that's it's a friggin' tease because you can't keep watching them unless you have a HBO account. So then I tried to sign up for a binge account, which is the Foxtel situation. Absolute mm-hmm. nightmare. Didn't follow through with it, but you could with a 14-day free trial. I just didn't have my wallet next to me and I got too lazy. So now I have pirated. Am I allowed to say that on this? Yeah, I, I acquired it through the internet, and I'm gonna w- finish watching it. But hmm? how do you pirate these days? Like Reddit? I don't know. Adrian does it for me. He goes to like the pirate bay and then just like downloads it, and then I get it. Oh, I thought the pirate bay was like so dead. God, that was the song of my. I YouTube. think it is, but I think it's been like revived in, on the dark web, not actually the dark web. <laughs> anyway, there's that. My second favourite this week, my second non-bitty fave is Marley Spoon. Uh, It must be this time 12 months ago that we ended our subscriptions with HelloFresh and Marley Spoon after my great um, scamming period where I utilised all of the free trials and gave myself referral codes and then ended up with like three months' worth of boxes that were discounted. (laughs) I love that dedication, but I just don't have it in me. I just pay like a freaking idiot. Yeah, so that happened 12 months ago, obviously, because this week or last week in the mail, I received three vouchers, one for HelloFresh, one for HelloFresh's like other company, and then one for Marley Spoon. And I was like, oh, it's time to rot the system again. So I'm back on the Marley Spoon train. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that Adrian can cook when we have Marley Spoon. I want to caveat it with the fact that this afternoon, Adrian, first of all, asked me if we owned a stick blender. And I was like, I'm trying to have a bath, open your eyes, look in the drawer. And then followed it up with, we don't have red wine vinegar. What can I use? And I was like, mate, Google. Like, I don't know, just the level of his incompetence. Yeah, Marley Spring uses a lot of red wine vinegar. And I have this. Ah, does it? Yeah, always. I don't own red wine vinegar. I have every other vinegar, but we just make it up, Adrian. Come on, get with the program. That's what I said. He was like, what can I use? I was like, I don't know, white wine vinegar and a splash of red wine, apple cider vinegar, any vinegar. I'm sure we'll do the job. Splash of balsamic with apple cider vinegar or white vinegar. Yeah, Yeah. literally. I was like, just Google it. He's like, if you don't tell me right now, I'm going to put tomato sauce in this. And I was like, don't put tomato sauce in it. I'll Google it for you. Anyway, anyone else in the hopeless husbands can relate. I know. Drives me nuts. I know. He also cut he cut the sweet potato in inconsistent size cubes and I was like, that's gonna cook unevenly and we're all gonna be upset about it. <laughs> that's definitely me. Okay, so Marley Spoon, I can back that. I've been using Marley Spoon for well over a year. We get two to three meals every week. And it's what helped me transition to a largely flexitarian diet because we don't get meat with our Marley Spoon. Yeah, I also did some vegetarian ones too, but Adrian tends to poo-poo them. If I cook vegetarian meals without him realising, he's fine about it. But when I ask him to help me pick the meals and he goes to pick a vegetarian option, he always goes, ill. And I'm like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Brendan does the same. And I feel like a lot of the time with the Marley Spoon veg dishes, they're the ones that you leave till the end of the week because like 
you really don't want them and like you get a takeaway on a Thursday because you really don't want that vegetarian dish on the Friday <laughs> and then you cook it and you're like fuck this is really good yeah anyway my other beauty my other non-beauty fave is my new Brita filter jug mm-hmm. I got it from David Jones it only cost $30 and it's my new best friend because it filters my disgusting tasting water and I can have it on my desk all day and top myself up because I have two water jugs now and it's great but does anyway. it stay cold or that's not a priority not really a priority once the water tastes okay for me have you got shit water in shitsville yeah we do it's like I'm pretty sure our pipes are just a bit rusty and so our water comes out yellow if we haven't run the tap for a while in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I know. And everything tastes like bathroom water even when it's not bathroom water. Yeah, that's our vibe. Yeah, yuck. Anyway, Um, God, they are the three most boring housewifey, I've been stuck in my house for six weeks or longer non-beauty faves ever. That's okay. I'll pick it up with a little bit more of a jazzy approach. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this week, I believe, Glass Animals dropped their new album, Dreamland, and that is a non-beauty favourite. I would like to tell you that the best track on the album is Tangerine. It's very good. Also, Glass mm. Animals is good to listen to while you're working because if you're like me, I can't listen to, like, music where Songs I know with the lyrics? words. Yeah, or me either! Talking. Whereas, yeah. although I love Glass Animals and listen to, like, all of their albums on repeat, I don't understand a single fucking word they say ever. So I'm always just like, pineapples are in my head. Anyway, um, (laughs) speaking of recommendations from the Scrubs podcast, uh, they keep talking about Ted Lasso, which is a comedy filmed in the UK, which is created by Bill Lawrence, who created Scrubs. It's really good. It's also a me and Brenton watch. So it's like the thing that we're looking forward to watching before bed yep. after dinner at night. It's like got the heart of Friday Night Lights, but the mm-hmm. fun comedy and like very like distinct quirky characters of Scrubs. Oh, fun. Really good. Very, very good. I'll, uh, I'll plan to watch it in the next couple of weeks and then make it my beauty, my non-beauty fave in a few weeks' time because that's yeah, my trend. And then my last non-beauty fave, it's probably because I just did it, but Sarah's Day, I know she's controversial, whatever, uploaded yesterday or the day before a full body cardio burn, no equipment workout. It's 25 minutes. I just did it in one of my 700 workouts today. It's a nice length in that you could finish at the end of it and be like, I've done my workout for the day. I really mm. didn't want to do anything. You know, it's long enough that you feel like you've done something if you don't want to do it, but it's also a good length in that I felt energized after and I could go and do something else. So mm. it's it was a good workout. And I've been trying to find workouts that are just like not too long. I don't want a 40-minute at-home workout. I can't do it. I also don't want to do 40 minutes of only abs. <laughs> I will die. Yeah. So, yeah, I like a 20 to 25-minute workout. That's like my... I don't know. I like going to a class and doing something for that long. And it's like my time to switch off from my phone and like, mm. you know, you allocate it into your day. But when I'm at home, I'm like count, like I start clicking the screen to like check how many minutes are left. And it's like, I don't have the energy for a 40 to yeah. 50. Like, how do we do 50 minutes KX classes? That is so fucking long. I feel like I've lost my. Because 10 my minutes is warm up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. But the warm-up's the worst part. I don't know. I've lost I my agree. like length for workouts. Like I'd prefer to do two 25-minute workouts than one 50-minute workout. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Just took it to my veins! Finishing with snack. I don't really have a snack of the week. I, I don't been... have a snack either because I hadn't even realized that it had been a whole bloody week since we recorded. Like, I don't even think I've eaten the last week. I have. I've eaten way too much. I keep making those um, George Eats gluten-free chocolate brownie cookie things. Can you hear my fiancé chuckling? Yeah. I can. Fucking hell. I'll tell you what my non-beauty favourite is not. Fucking cod, <laughs> cod nights. I'll tell you that much. Um, oh, my God. Don't even talk to me about raid night. Adrian Foley is now off the perfect schedule in the world because – he has to cater to non-daylight savings time in Queensland because half of his teammates on his guild are from other oh, states. That's a disaster. Like, that's actually so annoying for him. That sucks. I know. He's going to be coming to bed at, like, 11.30 every night. Oh, God forbid. The marriage is over. Well, Brenton already does that. He's like, we're going till one, Mort. We're going till one. I'm like, fucking <laughs> We never made it to one. Little pussy bitch. Um, so, yeah, my snack of the week, I don't know. I've just been enjoying those George Eats brownie cookies and I tried not oh. to eat chocolate for two days and it ended up in me just like finding anything that had a sugar <laughs> content in the house and me like doing small little binges on them to try and meet chocolate. So today my mom was like, do you need anything from the shops? And I was like, chocolate and Tritos. And she bought me the Caramello Dairy Milk Block. Yum, fave. So it's just a giant caramel koala and I can attest that it's very good. It is so good. I remembered I did have a snack. I cooked banana bread this week, but I cooked banana bread and I shoved it full of half a block of chocolate. <laughs> oh, that's the best way, particularly probably with the way that you're baking it where it's like burnt on the outside and raw in the middle. Really. <laughs> so much sass, so much shade. So last week I cooked a banana bread and Adrian ate one of the bananas during the week. So I only had two bananas and it was not banana-y enough and it was like this weird bland cake where we were like, I guess we'll eat it, but what's the point? Anyway, so I added half a block of chocolate to this week's banana bread and it's not a it's banana cake, let's be honest. And I cooked it perfectly. Rude. So take that. I'm now an expert. Seven hundred and forty of the time is the charm. Yeah, it's inconsistent. I'll be I'll fuck it up again next time for sure. <laughs> you gotta give me that. <laughs> You're an inconsistent baker. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that for sure. Oh my God, you want me to tell you my quick, this episode's getting long, but I'll tell you my baking fail, which will make you feel better. It's okay. For 10 minutes, you were trying to fix the sound on your microphone, so we can cut that out. Very Mm. true. And I still think it's not good, which is really unfortunate. So this week, last week, what's in? Mm. I made bagels and we I wanted Brenner. I think it was Friday night and I was like, Brenton, let's have an elaborate Brenner. We've got cream cheese, Mm. we've got ham and cheese, and we've got smoked salmon I'm gonna make bagels and so I finished work or on my lunch break whatever I made the dough and mm-hmm. I set it to prove now Liz Elizabeth makeup artist Liz Conti taught me a fabulous trick in that if you put the bowl of whatever you're proving in like warm water in the sink mm-hmm. it proves in like half the time so if you need to prove something quicker just put it in a bowl of warm water in the sink Rather than like trying to find a warm room or like me. Fun fact. Thanks, Elizabeth Makeup Artist. Yeah. Rather than me putting up the heater to like 26 and sticking it in the spare room, which becomes a sauna. So I did. Or chasing the sun around the house for the whole day. Exactly. So I did that. And then I looked back from while I was working and I'm like, oh shit. And my bowl had fucking tipped over. And the whole oh. content of the water in my sink had filled into no. my 
bagel dough, which had been proving already and was like really close to being done. And um, oh, shattered. Water, I know. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm not abandoning this dough. So I like drained it out and added heaps more flour. And look, they sort of ended up edible, but I had to make another batch. Yeah, yuck. Sink water. If you're anything like me, I, I definitely wouldn't have even cleaned the sink before I filled it up with water either. Alex, you know, <laughs> I would have been like, it's not going to touch the water. My, yeah, I absolutely did not do that. My no. But then I was like, you know what? They go, they get boiled and then they get cooked at 200 in the oven. If whatever was <laughs> still continues to try and kill me, it deserves to. Yeah, because I was imagining like my sink filled with raw chicken offcuts that have come off the chopping board that have been sitting in the sink catcher for days. <laughs> I think the fact that I don't cook with meat much is a real blessing because it means that it's just multi vegetables in the little sink catcher. <laughs> How did we get here? Uh, banana bread, Lord knows. Shall we finish this up? Yeah, I think it's probably time that we're done. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. In fact, we'll see you on Wednesday for our mini-ep. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.